on this episode of the Pack It Up Pod, we talk about losing again. If you haven't already, hit subscribe to your podcast platform of choice and give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at the Packers Pod. Rodgers lets it fly, has Watson, he's got it on his feet and he's in for the touchdown! Hey there everybody and welcome back to the Pack It Up Packers Pod, this is Ryan, joined as always by Josh and Dan, hello gents! <laughs> what was that? Did you pre-record you know? You know? Hello! <laughs> We're at the bottom of the barrel of things to have fun with at this point. <laughs> hey there, Ryan. How we doing? Oh, man. We, uh, we got a little ahead of ourselves. We got a little emotionally invested yeah. again. I week. still say, I still say if we could have if we can pull off two or three during this Cowboys Titans Eagles stretch, we ride this thing out. Uh, that took a huge hit on Thursday night. Final score 27 17. But I want to ask this question to start the pod. Have you ever, in all of your years watching football, combined, we have watched thousands of games, ever seen an 18 play, over 10 minute drive that got zero points? Mm, maybe once before, but yeah, that that was very impressive by our defense. I, <laughs> I was impressed they had enough to stop them. I I honestly was. Hand up. I was at a basketball game, so I didn't see much of this game. <laughs> I was following on GameCast with very bad reception, and my cell phone was running out of data, so it was really throttling the speed of which being I was getting court side, court side seats there. Hey, to, to watch my team lose. <laughs> two different things. <laughs> watch two teams lose. Um, I did see via GameCast, though, the 18-play drive, and you just assume, like, oh, what a backbreaker. And then all of a sudden I see the GameCast update with the Packers having the ball and zero point score. I'm like, wow. I think as a box score reader, uh, middle linebackers look like they had a day, at least in the run game. Correct. Yeah, they had to. Yeah. And I mean, all things considered to have Henry go 80 some yards, one touchdown. Uh, I, I, you couldn't have asked for anything more. And I think it goes to a lot of the recent losses where if you look at the box score, you go, Oh shit, we won again. And then you realize, Nope. That's another loss. So uh, I I knew, though, I knew I would have pet, put my entire house and savings on it that we were immediately going to go three and out and the Titans are still going to score. Like there was zero chance that we got anything like it was the perfect Packer situation of your defense has been out there for probably in total time, 20 straight minutes. All you need to do is one first down. Just milk this clock a little bit, and we went for three plays, negative five yards in a minute and a half. Gave the ball right back, and nine plays later, a touchdown. Just demoralizing. Demoralizing. We'll always have that week after we beat the Cowboys, though, where we're like, this is the team we thought we had. We got a little bit of hope. We got a little bit of a roadmap. We're like, here we we'll always have that week, guys. We can hang our hat on that. You know, I, 
based off of this game, I, I put it on coach's game plan. Yep. What was the defense doing? Like, yeah, I, I, I mean, yes, they stopped Henry. Way to go. You stopped Henry. You packed the box. But what were the corners doing? They played off coverage, soft coverage the whole entire game into the fourth Again. quarter. And look at what Tannehill did. You you asked Tannehill to beat you, and he tore you up. Tannehill is an accurate quarterback. He's not a great quarterback, but if a wide receiver's open, he's going to get him the ball. And there were too many. I mean, how you leave Burks open, uh, how many catches? Seven catches. He had seven catches seven. on eight targets. He hasn't done anything all year, and we made him look like an all-rookie. So, I mean, it was a completely unacceptable. The secondary, I don't understand week to week. Um and maybe it's the game plan. Maybe it's just them adjusting on field. I'm not quite sure, but it's not right. And and you can see it uh, because we should have won this game. Hands down, we should have won this game. Interception, holding Derrick Henry under 100 yards, only one touchdown. Like that, that should be a win against the Titans all day. But their defense was good. They're especially their run defense just stopped us. We thought the first to 20 was going to win this game. Yeah, sure enough, it was. It was true. But the amount of wide open Titans wide receivers was embarrassing. And thank you for continuing to repeat our mantra that this is a coaching issue. This is a scheme issue. I think all this could be fixed by the right coaching staff. I, I don't put this on players. Like Jair does not leave Robert Woods and Traylon Burks open. This is schematic concerns so is it weird that i got excited by hearing the news that wisconsin was shipping out some resume building uh folks that jim leonard goes you know what f this wisconsin thing i thought i was gonna be the head coach they made me head coach for five games i'm out what are the chances that joe berry is actually back next year <laughs> like what is the chances that joe Berry Dang. is back 60 percent <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd put it above 50 for sure. I mean, they don't want they don't want to change. They want to keep some consistency with this young defense that we have. But man, it, week in and week out, the defense game plan isn't isn't right yet. Some some form of it looks good. We may have pass rush going. We may have the corners working, you know, our best corner on their best wide receiver the whole game. You know, that happened like twice this year. Why doesn't it happen every game? Who knows? Why do they play soft coverage some games when we're playing great running teams? Who knows? It doesn't make any sense. You don't see it with <laughs> other teams. And here we are doing it against the best teams. You know, Tennessee Titans are a good team. They're, they're a top AFC team. And we treated them and like we were disrespecting them with our game plan, honestly. And it, it bit us in the butt. Yeah, I remember when we hired Joe Barry and we're like, well, he was 500 with the Commanders. He was 500 with the Rams. He had mid-tier defenses. But, you know, everything's going to be different here. And we've got a bunch of first-round draft picks, so that'll it's the right guy we need. It's the right scheme for our player. Nope. He is who we thought he was. Mid-tier defense connoisseur or worse in this case. So that's going to be hard to watch. I mean, you're seeing good things out of Quay Walker. I was excited to see Chris Barnes put up a bunch of tackles. Uh, this was a perfect game for Chris Barnes to be sitting in the middle. Um, Kenny Clark has gone a little quiet, but, I mean, show me some more. Devontae Wyatt, right? Like, give me some more snaps from these guys that could develop still. Because at, at this point, you got to run the table to make the playoffs. And you're looking like a team that ain't going to make the playoffs. So 
Like, let me see what these young guys can do. Because, hey, let's talk positive. Christian Watson, <laughs> who the heck is this man? Just a touchdown machine in the last two weeks. Like, he's going to set records if he stays on this pace. Yeah, I think it's funny that he needs two more touchdowns, which is very, very possible, to tie Jefferson's rookie. And the only That's difference insane. being a 900-yard difference is probably what it's going to end That's up it. being. He'll get that in the first two quarters. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, you guys got Justin Jefferson? Oh, we matched him. We even got a touchdown more. Don't look at the yards. Just <laughs> <laughs> well, and he catches. only played, like, what, five games, six games by the yeah. end of the year? <laughs> well, hey, if, if you can stack him and Dobbs, you know, you start to build a wide receiver court. Maybe Torrey's got a little something in him. Cobb got another year. Lazard is what Lazard is. All of a sudden, you see what they were trying to shape up. They just haven't had all five, six of those guys together over the course of the year. Sammy Watkins remains just a a lost cause. Uh, but the biggest lost cause on offense was Aaron Rodgers. Missing passes again, just <sighs> trash. Just tra- like speaking of Sammy Watkins. I take back everything I said last week. He's back to his old self. No, he's not back to his old self because he even admitted he had a couple of bad throws. (laughs) That's true. He did finally take – he took took the bullet for it this time. He didn't really. I mean, he he admitted he had some wobbly throws, but he's like, this one's not on me. "Uh, There were definitely some missed wide-open players, yeah. Especially the end of the game. He keeps saying the thumb's not an issue. It probably is more of an issue – He's walking this fine line of like, yeah, it's bothering me, but it's not an excuse. It's like, well, you're bringing it up enough that you're definitely making sure the media is aware that your thumb is bothering you. And therefore, they're going to zoom in on it every time you miss a pass. And therefore, that's what we call an excuse. I've done a 180 on Rodgers in the last two weeks. But he's when you're missing wide open guys, and then you go watch, you know, Mahomes play later that day. And you're just like. Wow, this, these guys are playing the same. You watch Jimmy G play on Monday night, and Jimmy G's connecting with people. Like it's not. It that's <laughs> the part. That's the part that bothers me. Is there's been times in the past that, and it, it goes for more quarterbacks than Rodgers. But the thread the needle throws, the ones where you watch back at all these angles and go, "How the hell did he time this perfectly?" I'm not asking him to make these throws. I'm asking him that Sammy Watkins does a little dance to center field and sits there and you can't he cannot hit Sammy Watkins standing on the 50. It's just it's I don't know what happened. I just don't understand how I don't want to hear. Well, the timing's off because I have different receivers. It's like, mm-hmm. holy mackerel. Dude. Come on, my man. This is the NFL. We should be adapting to speed coming out of training camp. Maybe the first game there's rust as there always is, but do not do not say that this is an issue 11 games into the season. Like but I'm going to twist it on a good note to well, some extent. Well, hold on, well, hold question. on a second. Hold on one second. Hold on, one more one more bad note. <laughs> Alan Lazard is the one that he's I think overthrown and underthrown probably the most and Tunyon in this season. And there's no excuse to overthrow the two people that you have the most experience with on this offense. So I I get it. Yes. With the young guys, but when Alan Lazard is wide open and he has been the past couple weeks a lot and you can't get him the ball, that's all on the quarterback. 
and the game plan if they're not looking his way, obviously. But like Alan Lazard has been wide open the past two weeks. And I looked it up so none of our listeners have to. It is Alan Lazard that he's missed the most this season. So boom. (laughs) (laughs) It's a fun year, but but I I feel like you still just need to clock in as the true fan that you are and watch six more games of Packer football because yeah. in the offseason, you're going to be, man, I just miss football. You still got to gotta log in, pay your dues, and watch this shitty football. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to ask this question about Christian Watson. Is – I'm not trying to phrase this correctly, did not fault him at all or, or build him up and not lead the witness. Is what we're seeing these last five days – and two games, something that we think we can consistently see out of him? Or is this a flash in the pan? This is the greatest he'll ever be. Enjoy it while no. we have it. You're not allowing us to pick something in the middle there? He's not, not necessarily average. saying not saying the five touchdowns, but the guy running perfect routes, creating amazing separation. I mean, he did everything. He did short touchdowns, long touchdowns, the catch in the end zone where he's twisting back, getting pass interference. Like, is that the guy that you're going to see a consistent athletic ability show numerous times per week? Or is this uh, the boy is balling out and he's feeling good and this is enjoy it while you got it? The statements about him pre-injury were all about his athleticism. And I think he's living off of his athleticism right now. Is he going to average two and a half touchdowns a week for the rest of his career? No. But uh, I think what he's doing right now is pure athleticism, and he can only grow from there. So he's giving you enough. Like you saw, to, to trust a true rookie on play one, week one, says they they felt like they had something in Christian Watson, right? You don't just put him out there and be like, we're going to throw a bomb to you on play one, even though we think you're a pretty average wide receiver. Now he dropped it and then he had a bunch of injuries, right? So the start of his career was not perfect, but I think he's showing you what they wanted a healthy Christian Watson to produce for this offense. And let's hope he stays healthy because I think there's a lot more of it in the future. Yeah, I'm very excited. I, I think there's more to come. I don't think it's a flash in the pan, but He's doing it, and no one really knows about him right now. So safeties pr- probably aren't respecting him the best. He probably doesn't have a lot double coverage going on right now. Wait till next year. You know, luckily we have him and Dubs, Dobbs, um, that can both grow together, and they're gonna both be great on opposite sides. And you know, if we have Cobb, if we have someone else in the slot. They're going to be great complementary wide receivers once they get on the field together and actually play together. Um, That's what I'm more excited about is both of them playing together and taking the pressure off each other with what they're good at. And honestly, the sky's the limit for Watson because I've never – he's up there with Justin Jefferson with how he moves uh, when he's healthy um, and how fast he is. I I don't think we've ever had a Packer – as fast as Watson playmaker. Um, Jordy Nelson is probably the closest in my mind is always getting open over the middle, but I think Watson has a chance to be even better uh, than what Nelson was given our quarterback situation. Then Jordy knows what that is. Mm. What we do know is he's better than MVS. 
Yes. And he's, he's the body type of MVS. I'm so freaking glad you said that because you have MVS, this Tampa Bay boy, same as Christian Watson, came in and people questioned his hands and his skinny frame, same as Christian Watson. And I think that was our two biggest concerns. And I love the fact that, <laughs> uh, take it with a grain of salt, that his first play in the NFL was a ginormous drop. But guess what? Since that time, he's shown consistency. I'd rather have a guy. You love that fact? <laughs> yeah. I'd rather have a guy get knocked to his lowest right away and go, you know what? I'm going to get better. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. And I totally expect this guy to come back next season 10, 15 pounds heavier, still speed, but he just grows into his frame a little bit. And this is where I ah, I'm so glad you brought MBS up. MVS in 2020 had 700 yards and six touchdowns. I think that can be Watson's floor, that you are guaranteeing seven yards and six touchdowns for the next six years out of Watson, assuming health and all this other thing. But it's like, that's great. Like, that's great for a guy that you want as a home run hitter that eventually with time, similar to Adams, can evolve into give me that fast out route. And I know you're there, but Mm -hmm. I, there's yeah. something there. There's something that w- yeah, just the seeing the, the way he losses. wobbles. Yeah. The wobbles up the field and the, the secondary is like, I don't know how to do this. Unreal. It's unreal. Yeah. The athletic talent is there. The timing and the nuance can follow. That's not something any rookie's really going to have a nitpicking, but 10 pounds of muscle. Eh, give me like four to six pounds of muscle in the off season. I think you want to keep the wiggle. You want to keep the speed. Um, I think the injuries he had this year are just unlucky. He said, train your hamstrings up so you don't have those speed-related issues. Uh, but the rest of it, I, I, he looks like he's ready to go. I mean, he's he's pretty lean but muscular. And he got injured on most end of rounds anyways. Like, running routes, he's fine. Like, stop giving him the ball running and just throw it to him downfield. Yeah, you get injured only on specific plays, guys. Everybody yeah. knows that. They do. They do. I don't uh, think he'll be up. kick returning anytime soon. Hey, how about Nixon? Nixon looks great. Why why does it take 11? Are we week 11? They had to 12 now. They had to see this in practice. You can't see that Nixon takes off every time he catches the ball and can get 30 yards as opposed to 15 versus other. I mean, I I just don't understand coaches. The whole unit looks better with him out there. Yeah. It's like, oh, it was blocked this well the entire time. We just. Didn't have somebody going. Praise be, Amari. Oh, Praise God. be. I want to watch Texans games just to see how they use Amari Rodgers. Oh, he made a team? He, he, yeah, he made Texans, Texans picked him up. Oh. And and they were first in the waiver claim priority, so there may have been other claims. How many claims do you think they were? Over or under 1.5? I'm surprised anybody did. So under. No. First choice went to him. <laughs> Surprised he's uh, not a bear. Yeah. Nixon has, uh, let's see, a third of the yardage as Amari in a fifth of the attempts. So he will need about one more game to pass Amari. And he just started to be Well, that next game, we might want to talk about this, is the Philadelphia Eagles. (sighs) 
Winner. Winner. Sunday night football. Feeling it, boys. I don't like the fact that it's Sunday night. I, I here's the You're thing. I think the Philadelphia Eagles nine and uh, one Eagles. We only show up against the good people. <laughs> Go ahead, Ryan. Oh, man. <laughs> Take that. Take that and run with it. <laughs> I I've said it so many times. People are probably getting nauseous. I think if this schedule was rearranged in a certain way, we would have a lot more wins. The Eagles are a very, very different team on the road. They almost lost the Lions. They almost lost the Cardinals. They Texans stuck around with them, and they needed a last minute to pull away from the Colts by one point. At home, granted, they lost the Commanders, but they're, they're, they're solid. They're a solid team. They're a team that has never really blown out anybody. Uh, but I just, if we're questioning take the Packers defense coming into these game plans, taking away one thing and letting us get burned by three other. I, I don't know what we're going to do. Do you say somebody has to shadow hurts? What do you do about miles Sanders? What do you do a guy by the name of AJ Brown, who, when he goes off, goes off. I, I, my question is who on the Philadelphia Eagles is going to have a career day. Who are we going to leave wide open? I don't know. Start scrolling down their jump chart. Look for the third or fourth wide receiver. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. That's what I was, I was tight just end. doing it. Some guy that's and never had a career day. It's a tight end. It's a tight end. <laughs> Some guy that's never had a career day. Go off. Uh, we'll just forget yeah. they're on the field. Yeah, I don't know who we start. If you told me A.J. Brown has 150 yards, sure. Oh, Devontae a- Smith goes off. Sure. Dallas Goddard goes off. Sure. I, I could, I could see anything. I could see this, anything happen. You know, honestly, if, if our secondary just plays better and we play similar to how we played the Titans, a huge, if as long as is, they don't play 10 yards off, is Savage still on the field every now and then, <laughs> but I, I I think we can hang with Philly. I totally think we can hang. I just don't know if we can score points. I, I think our defense can keep us in this game for, for sure. I think our defense can keep us in the game, but can they keep us in the game when they have to be on the field for 16 minutes, you know, for two drives? I know our offense has to keep the ball out of their hands because they're, they do similar to us. They run the ball. They don't pass it a lot and they like to control it. So do that in our favor and we'll be all right. But do I have faith in this offense? I don't think so. It's just not consistent in any, any, they, they do allow you to run the ball. They're giving yep. up four four point six yards per attempt. Um, let's call that our strength. What they're pretty good at though, is locking down your passing game. They're only allowing net passing yards, one seventy eight per the game. Corners are insane. Gardner Johnson is having like a season right now. I think he's got like four or five picks already. Yep. TJ Edwards having a Pro Bowl caliber year at middle linebacker, former Badger. Always, mm-hmm. always underrated. Just doesn't have the name recognition that he should based on his productivity, mostly because his athletic metrics are not off the chart, but he's everywhere you want him to be as a middle linebacker. Um, I, I think we're going to struggle to throw the ball. So this better not be a game where you, where Aaron Jones only touches it 12 times. You know, that, that'd be a huge concern. I just don't see how we stop the Eagles offense. I'm I'm looking forward to I say this in jest, 
Uh, I'm looking forward to Hertz just making us look stupid. Like a Hertz versus Savage in open field, that's just going to be some primetime football right there. I can't wait to see how that encounter goes. Um, if, especially, are we supposed to have Devondre back? Like the way that the e- questionable. The way the Eagles offense has manipulated linebackers with their dual threat option at quarterback. Um, they a game uh, the game they played last week. They did a quarterback draw where they actually had the center pull. They had Kelsey pull off to the right to make both linebackers follow Kelsey, thinking that's where Hertz must be running. And then Hertz follows the lead block of the running back right up the middle for a touchdown. A play like that against Quay Walker and you know, secondary that doesn't want to tackle is just going to make us look stupid. Like those are going to be the backbreakers. I don't see us winning this game. I'm still trying to prod Josh a little bit to like write this storyline where he's got us winning this game. I, yeah, I, the only, yeah, the only defensive advantage we have is when we force Gardner Menchu to do three knees. Like, I don't, I don't know how we push them back. I don't know how we get like, I, (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I, I it's the it's the calling card of the Packers. We might totally shut down Jalen Hurts. We might play awesome secondary, but then you know what? Miles Sander is going to be catching five balls of the backfield. He's going to find his way to like five yards of carry. There is this defense has yet to show this entire season outside of the Bears game that they have the ability to shut down rushing and passing in the same game. That's it. That's it. So I Sunday night in Philly, we are effed. If this Ooh, was it might a be rain. game in Philly, if it was a day game in Philly maybe, if this was in Lambeau instead and the Eagles offense just doesn't quite travel on the road maybe – I might I might put my kid on the line. It might be it might get to that level of there is zero well, wait, chance on defense. Oh, no, no, I won't do it. I won't do it. I'll hold back. I'll hold back. But I'm thinking about it, which is telling you <laughs> <laughs> how confident you, you are that we're not a good team. <laughs> that brought up another good point. Like in the schematic advantage the Eagles have, like how much are you going to miss a Rashawn Gary in this game? Someone that can protect the edge, hold the edge, you know, this dual threat option. Again, I'm going back to this because they build everything off of that. Nick Barry's playing really well, but a rookie out there trying to hold the edge or Preston Smith trying to hold the edge who's not as athletic, right? He's a better run defender than, you know, a mobile guy that can play both Miles Sanders and Jalen Hurts and react to the pull or the give. Uh, I don't think this game plan needs to be too complicated to beat us here. Because those last two games from Gary, he was actually holding the edge very well. And it's just like that's something that gets – With those fast hands. Don't you yeah. miss those fast hands? So here's a question for fast you. Hands. How many sacks does Preston Smith have? Ooh, blindly? Um, two. I don't know. I don't think he has any of this game. No, in the season? Yeah. You're asking oh, about the season. Oh, season. I, I put him at five, six. Six. He is at five. Ooh. Uh, I actually, I, yeah, I actually, yeah. So I'm a bad fan. I'm a fan that sits at basketball games instead of watching the Packers. That's on me. (laughs) But so then here's another question. We're under half a touchdown for Mr. Watson. Oh, going. Wait, ruining my 
Go for it. What was the question? You broke up. Over under a half a touchdown for Christian Randy Moss Watson. Oh. Yeah, you ruined <laughs> you ruined my MVP pick. Like in a loss, Watson gets another touchdown and the hype machine is full go. Who cares mm. how he gets it? Shovel there, pass. There there are corners he can get past. Now, if they put uh what's that old Lions play? If they put yeah, yeah. if if they put Slay, I love how you knew who I was talking about before oh, yeah. he even said anything. <laughs> he is locking everyone down. If they put Slay on Watson, we're screwed. If but, they put Slay on Watson, that is respect, and I'm still excited about Christian Watson. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Because I even think last week you can't just say like, well, he's a rookie, nobody knows about him. He was coming off a three touchdown performance. The defense had game plan for him. The defense had a scouting report that said when nine's on the field, watch for this route. When nine's on the field, he's speedy, safety, keep an eye on him. And he still he's scored only, two touchdowns. He's only had six plays and five touchdowns, or seven plays and five touchdowns, though. So they don't have a lot of film on him, though. That, too. And we can build off of unique ways of getting him open. Scramble drill, get him open. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I think Slay's going to bounce around. I don't see him respecting anyone enough to travel around the field. And, like, what is it, Lazard? He'd stick on one-on-one. I think you just put Slay on... You know, whoever's got the hot hand or Cobb on third down, because that's a big target for us. Um, but yeah, to your point, they got a great secondary. But if you can get Watson matched up on corner three and get that touchdown, I think that would be a great sign of uh, what we got in number nine. And then get Dobbs back. I mean, Dobbs isn't done for the year, right? So get four or five games at the end of the season with both of them and start working on some things. And love, you know, throw love in there. Let's really see what this team's going to be like. I'm, I'm pro Jordan Love snaps. I'm pro Jordan Love starts before the end of this year. And a, a loss will probably start that conversation in a little more a little more full speed than it currently is. Right now it's being bad around like, will you see him this year? I think a loss here pretty much kills your year and you start to say, yeah. okay, if, how, if they lose here and they don't start playing him, they don't have to start him. But if they don't start giving him time, like you're stupid. Let's see if he actually I, has anything in our year that has been thrown. You don't want to see him. Ryan doesn't want to see him. No, I just I don't even want to deal with the drama around it. <laughs> do you understand the amount of pride? <laughs> He's got a headache. Do already. you understand? Do you understand the amount of pride that Rodgers and the Packers have to be like, all right, hey buddy, you did you did all right in that first half. We're gonna let this uh, love guy go in the second half. The Packers, I don't know oh, if I you wouldn't do a big game. No, you wouldn't do it. Big. Even down 20, you'd be like, you know, Rodgers is, is going out. But if you lose this game, you come out on Tuesday and say Rodgers is going to re- let his thumb recover, whether you say that's surgery or not, whether that's required or not. I'm no doctor. But you just start to make up an excuse. You pitch Rodgers as you get a, a, a traumatic injury now, you miss next year. And we can't afford that. Uh, we got to see what we have in love so we can trade him. Like, that's a great conversation with Rodgers. He's going to be like, all aboard, coach. I'm going to ride the pine. And you go see what you got in love. And if love puts up two and a half touchdowns a game. Trade Rodgers. <laughs> I didn't think <laughs> about that. Go crazy. Yeah, eat 20 million so you can play love. <laughs> no, I just think the season would be at that point. So are we all, uh, I mean, Ryan and I sound like we're predicting losses. Josh, you going to go on record with a, a W here? I haven't decided yet. Need need to hear uh need to hear some game recaps from you two. Oh. All right, well I'll tell you exactly what's gonna happen. First of Let's all, go. Thanksgiving 
I'm glad Detroit is actually on a three-game winning streak, so maybe they can pull something out. But disrespectful, disrespectful to have Buffalo be the opponent on Thanksgiving. It should always be, in my opinion, an NFC North matchup and an NFC East matchup every Thanksgiving. Do whatever the hell you want on that Thursday night. I don't care. But you, it how how is Detroit not playing Minnesota or playing yeah, Chicago? That I. Beyond that, uh, 27-13 Eagles, and you can decide, folks, if it's a touchdown and two field goals or two touchdowns and a missed extra point. I don't care. We're still going to lose. Somebody on the Eagles is going to win some fantasy football games for folks. Uh, I I don't even know who I'd want to pick in this. Uh, (sighs) I'll say Aaron Jones. I mean, yep. I just saved. It's Aaron Jones. Yeah. So, there you go. You're welcome. I already declared my MVP. It's Christian Watson with his sixth touchdown in three games. We start to think we've got two great wide receivers of the future, and we just got to find the quarterback to throw him the football two years from now. The game I don't think is going to be pretty. It's going to be an unfortunate end to a long weekend, I believe. You got to wait till Sunday night for a beatdown. My wife just asked me today. She's like, what time are the Packers? Hoping that they were Thursday. Like, no, uh, they're Sunday night, so we got to wait all day. And I was like, and don't really make plans around it because I don't think we're going to be that excited watching the game. <laughs> um, I was just looking at the Eagles' overall uh, point totals in the last 11 games to see if they'd eclipse 30 on us. And I'm going to go ahead and say they don't. I'm just going to give them a nice 27 Fair, respectable, uh-huh, yep. I really like that number a lot. That's a very pretty number. Um, Us scoring points. Yeah, that's where I see the problem being. So Ryan's 13 <laughs> is is great. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and be bold and say nine. I'm just going to say Whoa. I'm just going to say it's a bloodbath. I'm just gonna, I mean, they're a good team or not. They can stop the pass. Uh, you're going to have to be creative with Aaron Jones, and they know that. They don't have to respect the receivers, and they got corners that can man up and lock them down. Well, I don't see us getting all Push that. Push it necessary. to 10. Push it to 10. So no, single digits. That's why it's bold. So yeah. you're going to get a Watson touchdown and single digits? And a safety. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Um, I'm going win. I'm going win, boys. I, I honestly think they can hang with this Eagles team. This oh Eagles God. team is oh my God. is dynamic, but when you look at stats, <sighs> we can hang. We can hang. As long as there's a good game plan, we look like we did against the Cowboys on offense, we can yep. hang. We got a box score reader. Go ahead, list the stats off. Get you 24 to 21. I think they get three touchdowns on us, but we got Crasby to win the game right at the end. MVP, it's Rodgers. I think he comes back. I think he comes back focused after last week's debacle. Um, and they, I think they come together with a good game plan. It, you know, he's not going to throw it a lot. I say 20 or less times. And, you know, oh. that's a great game plan for us. Let's let's win the win the game, boys. Win the game. See, that right there is how we know you're wrong already. Packers game plan is always Rodgers throwing 40 times when he shouldn't. Except that, when we beat the Cowboys. That Crosby game winner has got to be from like 36 yards or in, right? 
That man has no leg left. Gosh, he can't even hit, kick it to the ten. On man, and enjoy the final points of Crosby's career over the next month and a half too, because he's battling it. But uh, he's still accurate. But that leg, uh, woo, ain't got much left in it. It's been a good I, run. I absolutely love that Josh says, "Look at the stats," and then in every conceivable category, the Philadelphia Eagles are better than us. Uh, do we king, have? And you're the king. Do we of have like a, finding something in the box score to make us positive? Yeah. Do we have a top five tackler in the NFL? Oh, we don't have one of those. Oh, well, we have the been most INTs uh, in the NFL. Oh no. Do we have a top ten receiver? Oh no. And Lots then Miles Sanders and Aaron Jones are the exact same player, except Miles Sanders has four more touchdowns. There is. Did I, he just say look, Christian Watson's a top ten wide receiver? <laughs> <laughs> hey, the past two gotten, weeks, top ten, baby. This podcast has gotten loopy. Yeah, start a group chat with your friends. Start a little support network for Sunday night, and uh, we're gonna get through this. Or if you're yeah. Josh, we're gonna win. You win your just dinner. Just be thankful that we are not the rest of the NFC North that don't remember what a, a Super Bowl is. We have at least have those in our memory banks, and I will hold on to that for the rest of my life. We're so, the best at losing thank NFC you, championship games. Go down in history. <laughs> But we enjoyed the 18 games it took to get there. Correct. And it's about the journey, not the destination. No, no. it's everything Bullshit. about the destination, Bullshit. actually. <laughs> so that'll do it. Thanks, everybody. We'll catch you next week uh, with what I can only assume will be a breaking down of how bad Josh's prediction was. But until then, thanks, everybody. Go back, go. Oh!